All right, everybody, Vinny Fisher here back with another episode of Total CEO. Hey, gang, I was thinking the other day about, you know, some fun stuff. And for some of you out there who don't know, we just launched our newest book, False Profits. Uh, it's not the bottom line that pays you. Uh, excuse me, just joking with you, you know, but it is, it's only the bottom line that pays you, right? The top line means nothing to you guys. And all of us all share revenue based on how much money our, our company grosses, right? So I, I wrote something kind of bled out of me to help all of you entrepreneurs, us owners out there, stop thinking about the 10 million on the top and let's worry about the 50 bucks you put in your pocket. And that I, I wrote a whole thing that talks about that. Well, we'll below have a link for you, give it to you for free. And now we can talk with our awesome guest who's, by the way, I could have referenced our other book and our mindset, but I want to lead in to a great discussion um, that Egal is going to have. And so Egal, first off, I want to welcome you to the show. Egal Adato, welcome to the show. Vinny, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Awesome, dude. So, hey, you know, we have a tribe of business owners. Uh, we, they're, they're the CEOs of their business, whether they're, they're the solopreneur just managing themselves all the way to a full team with all kinds of issues. That's our world. That's the world we live in. You know, we don't play real soft. This show is designed to get, to get into some real tough stuff. Well, you had me at hello with this whole unlock the leader stuff, right? And so why don't we do a little bit of this? Why don't we tell everyone who Egal is so we know what the heck we're talking about? Sure. So I'm so glad you brought up the fact that these are all business owners. I owned a business for 16 years, had three retail locations, uh, hundreds of employees, had to deal with payroll and banks and marketing and accounting and HR and that whole world. So I'm not just coming in from this leadership world of what I you think I want. In, you felt good and you woke up, yeah, right? Yeah, I was like, oh, I want to be a leader today. No, I paid payroll. I didn't pay myself some payrolls. I dealt with lawyers. I dealt with all that type of stuff. So I know exactly. Why you a lawyer under the bus? Why is it like <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't say I dealt with them in a bad way. I just had to deal with them. I heard it in the tone, I heard it. <laughs> okay, they, they've actually saved my butt many times. But um, so I dealt with everything that your audience has dealt with. And yeah. I know exactly that world. I know when they say like, oh, some people don't understand me. No, I understand you. I've been there. I've cried at night sometimes. I've thrown stuff at the wall sometimes. I know what that feels like. So I ran my company 16 years. Uh, we were doing about at the high point, about five or six million top line, um, you know, bottom line, which you just said, we were doing about a million bottom line, some of the best years. Uh, and we don't, margin, not bad. Yeah, we were dealing with a lot of stuff, you know, HR things. And I started seeing that my employees weren't really doing what they could do. Hmm. So I started studying leadership. I started training. So what I would learn, I started training. And then I started seeing productivity grow, efficiency and effectiveness grow. I started seeing their lives grow. And then two things happened in my life. My father was diagnosed with Parkinson's and dementia at the age of 58 years old. And I said, okay, I think I need to do something differently. Because he worked six days a week, 14 hours a day. My grandfather, seven days a week, 16 hours a day. They all talked about how they're going to enjoy the future and how they're going to make all this money. They were making money for me. And uh, now I see my dad, you know, not being able to walk and talk as much, not be able to enjoy that. And the other thing that happened to me was I got married and a year into my marriage, my wife said, Egal, 
I didn't get married to be alone. I don't care how successful you are. I can care less what car you bring me home, what house you put me in. I'm alone. I'm unhappy. And things need to change. And I'll tell you, bud, they do care about what car you drive home because the nicer it is, the more they care that that's what's dragging you away from them. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. So they, they do care. They care the reverse of it. Sometime when we're not live on the show, I'll share the emblem of the Mercedes Benz on my car and what that meant to uh, a dynamic in our marriage with our kids. But let's go ahead and get back to you. So yeah. you have story with your wife. She's realizing like she's feeling alone already. Then what? Uh, so we couldn't have children. Hmm. Um, we did three rounds of in vitro fertilization. Almost broke our marriage. It was very, very tough. Mm, we had the baby and I held my daughter in my hands. Her name is Tali. And I said, you know what? I'm making a choice to be a happy father, not just a successful father. And in order to do that, I knew I need to sell my business because I wasn't really happy in my business. Now, you're not saying that every guy needs to sell their business. No. One that you were, you grew up and created that for you, you was misaligned with what you wanted out of life. Is that what you're saying? Yes. And my partner, who was my brother, wanted something different than I did at the moment. Okay. He, he wanted to open more stores, more employees, bring bigger items into the pawn shops. I wanted like less stores. How can I maximize profit with less employees? And so we just decided that this was a good time to, to break because we were going in different directions. And I think that was so incredible of my brother to see that and let me go. And I decided to get into coaching business owners through what I had learned and done because before I left straight, you're happier coaching us squirrely, hard to get your arms around business owners than you were running your retail company. hundred percent. Nice. Because I know now we're starting a conversation. I know all the excuses that you guys will give me. Uh, I know all the stuff that you'll try to feed me, all the justifications, because I've been there, I've done it, and I know how to get through it. All right, cool. So we have Igal Idado from unlocktheleader.com. So any of you guys, we have the link below. I know it's a live show. But Igal, if they want to get a hold of you at unlocktheleader.com, they just go to the contact thing, hit it in there, and get a hold of you. They can also go on the site. Find some of this awesome free stuff you're getting, opt in, get some great emails from you. But the best thing is they can just connect with you there and start their whole experience. Yeah, they can also, what I love to do is connect on social media. So you can find me at Egaladotto on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm really, really social media heavy. Okay, cool. So if you follow me there, uh, I'll send you down the the, the down below too, how people get a hold of you. You know, if you're anything like my social media presence, my wife and my sister follow me. So it's very easy to look through all the noise and find it. And so totally got it. Um, wonderful. All right. So what is, you know, you made this big transformation. So let's talk about unlocking the leader, right? Because, you know, my whole world, this is, you got, this is it. It's it right here. And, and all of the employees we have in our operations and, you know, um, and I've lived this journey with thousands of employees. And so, What's the hardest part for you when you first run across one of us squirrely buggers? What happens? The hardest part is for CEOs, business owners to tell the truth of exactly what's happening right now. Are you saying that I'm posing? Like we have posers as CEOs? Why? why, why, why? So 
There's posers because in the entrepreneurial world, in the CEOs, the business world, everyone gets pats on the back mm -hmm. on how much profit they're making. How big is your company? And so you get in tune with just sharing the good and not the bad. So you, you hold secret the bad stuff, right? kind of don't want to speak it into action. You don't really want to give it a foothold, right? I mean, it's not Correct. deceptive or being manipulative. Maybe. No. You're not trying to be. You just maybe are by, by action, not, not on purpose. And so I, I like that. You know, by the way, I've asked this question before of other thought leaders who are involved in this space, and, and a lot of them have not gone the poser. You're so used to speaking positive that you want your team to exude positive. I usually hear people saying, like, a little more deceptive stuff. So I like this. You've got my attention. So how do you get them to recognize that? Well, let me go back to something you said, like that they, that they talk motivation and positivity to their team. Yeah. I know that employees will sift through what's fake and what's not, and they'll see if you're telling the truth. So you might want to pose to your employees. You might want to pose to your team. I guarantee you they go home and they talk to their spouse, their friends saying like, oh man, my boss, you know, he's not doing okay. And that breeds insecurity in the team. Hmm. You know, if, my, my, my kids, I've got four of those little buggers. You now have, wow. so that's awesome. I have one. So buddy, let me tell you something. You think your employees know your kids know it all. I run yeah. into parents who will say things like, yeah, I'm not sure I want them to know. I'm like they already do yeah. watch you. So what you're saying is just like my daughter, Sophia, who is can watch my, just my twink in my eye and something's up far better than even my wife. Cause she's watching me from a different perspective. You're saying that that's the team member. They're watching us from a different perspective. So no matter how much rah-rah coach I'm bringing, there's a whole other thing going on there. Yeah, a lot of times you'll go out there, you'll get this rah-rah in, in an employee meeting, let's say, right, in a team meeting. Yeah, rah-rah, let's do this. More profit, more sales. And then an employee will say, hey, can I talk to you about something? And you say, sure, let's meet at four o'clock. Four o'clock rolls around, they come knock on your door, you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm really, really busy, I'm really, really busy. The next day rolls around, the next day rolls around, and now they get scared. Because you've given this rah-rah, you've given this motivation, I'm here for you, open door policy, but then you don't talk with them and you forget to speak with them. Now fear starts being implemented little by little into your whole organization because that one team member will start talking to everybody around. Wow, do you see how stressed out Vinny is? What's going on with him? Like, holy cow, like he's yeah. not in the game. Like he says he's this, but he's not that. He's doing this and all the fraudulent disqualified distraction stuff starts setting in. Is that what you're saying? hundred percent. And so much of that fear will go through like a fire in your organization that you'll start to wonder like, what's going on with my team? Why aren't they performing? Why aren't they listening to me? And the reason is because they're scared. They're scared. Uh, I've got Egaladado here from unlock the leader. And if you like this, you can find him at unlock the I guarantee a bunch of us are like, all right, you got my attention. We're at a point, this, this, I got this. Like, what do you suggest? All right, if, 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 let's just say, let's just role play. Let's say Vinny lacks the self-awareness to realize he's not, he's being, I, I know I'm a fraud. I know that at times I'm posed. Let's just accept the fact that I don't even realize that that's hurting the organization. I just think that as long as I keep all the bad stuff away, everyone else is going to be awesome. Let's say that this started to take some of the, the luster off of that, and I'm actually feeling this way. What do you recommend as a first thing someone does? So I recommend something that I do with all my clients. I call it the clarity code. And we sit down 
and we put relationship, self, and business. And we write down all the true facts that are happening today. Everything. When I did it for myself, Vinny, my true facts were I was 40 pounds overweight with myself. As ready as you are, you must have really been puffed in the face a little. Yeah, I was like, a little bit like this. We're going to get that and find yeah, out. Yeah, I'll show it to you. I, I do, when I give public speech, when I speak at conferences, I show the picture. Yeah. I'm a little bit puffed up. I'm little, I mean, it's not like I was. Yeah, you said. But, big guy, so you can wear 40 but, pounds differently yeah. than Right. I, I was sluggish. I was tired. I was, you know, by fog. So I wrote that down. My relationship wasn't present with my wife. Mm. Uh, no intimacy. Right. I was working all the time and it was being affected. And then in my business, I wrote something down that was hard for me to write, but it was so great that I wrote it. I started being honest with what I didn't know. I dabbled in accounting. You, you know, you do fully accountable. I didn't know accounting to the full extent. So hired out, dabbled in HR, thought I knew what I was saying, got an HR consultant. I am so glad I got an HR consultant, living in California especially because I can't open my mouth living in California. <laughs> I started hiring people By the way, on. I think it's a great point you just said. I want to stop right there. Everybody, if, if you're playing with HR, just know that like, gosh, go get some advice from, from somebody. I, that, you know, that's one of the things we do here at Total CEO is we have a whole HR team nice. from our software all the way through. And the compliance part of HR, that HR consultancy, if it's not us, go get somebody who's going to help you with that. It's great advice. All right, let's get back to your clarity code. Yeah, so, so, I, so I hired on you know, accounting. I hired on HR. I hired on marketing because I finally was honest to myself. And I said, I am pretending to know what the hell I'm doing. Mm. I'm pretending, and it was incredible. I, when we talk about accounting, for example, the controller came in, an uh, offsite controller, fixed all the books. We were lying about how much money we were making. Mm. And what I mean by that is, money, you know, expenses were, were more than what we thought because we were just doing yearly you know, tax returns. And we were just like running with a horse with the blinders on like, Okay, we got this. Oh, there's some money in the bank. Let's spend it. Yeah. You know? So, so hey, practicing more money in the bank this month than there was last. Yeah, we take a trip. We're like, awesome, you know? But, By the way, but, that's the motto of Fully Accountable. It's like, the more money in the business, then we got money. And so, yeah. no one, that's what breathed out this book, man. I like, love it. We live that world, too. You're so right. You're speaking like, I think we're like new friends here. Like, this is awesome. Keep going. So, then what? You got, I want to hear this whole story about like how you hired the accountant, the lawyer, and how this whole thing mattered in your business. Because I tell you, that's the part that starts to really resonate and really hits me hard on this clarity code. I like this idea of, of going through the clarity code and figuring out each part of it. So I really want to hear some more about this. So, you know, I started looking at what, what was taking my time. Right, so we had we had a pawn shop, and what made us money was bringing customers in, selling customers products, getting customers to to loan more on their items, and that's what we had to focus on. Me sitting out here focusing on accounting and marketing and HR was taking away from exactly what I was making money, hmm. and I was preoccupying myself with that stuff yeah. in order not to just tell the truth. So I was preoccupying myself with accounting when I didn't really know accounting 
in order to not look at use accounting, right? Like, exactly. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> unless you're an accountant. And who really wants to deal with it? Um, and I was preoccupying myself with that as opposed to saying, where are my sales? Yeah. What's happening with my employees? How am I not being the best leader in my business at the moment? And so what did I do? I pretended, yeah, I know the accounting. Yeah, we'll do the mark. And it just, I got busier. I got busier and busier. And that's when my wife said, hey, wait a second. And I'm glad I have a wife who called me out because she could have just sat there and let it fester and gain resentment and serve me with divorce papers. You know, I always say like, you know, how much do you have to really dislike somebody when the truck's going to back up for you not to say something? And I'll tell you, wives, they get it. You know, they're, they're, they love you too much. They have to say something. They can't watch their, their, their prize quarterback, you know, lose the game yeah. saying something. Yeah. And you have two choices, either pay for the consulting now or pay for the divorce at the end. Up to you. And I promise you the divorce is going to be more expensive if that ever occurs. Hopefully it doesn't. Yeah. I had a client. Over 60%. Yeah. I have a client who was doing $25 million, brought me in to train his employees on leadership, right? His top management. And he says, and I asked him three questions. I said, hey, you know, how are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm doing good. You know, life is good. So how's your marriage? He's like, oh, you know, it's not good. Uh, don't really spend time with my wife. I'd rather go out drinking. I was like, all right, that's what we need to work on. I'm not going to go in there and pretend like you're this incredible leader and not work on you as a leader so that they have the example of what they need to be in your company. A house divided in itself can't stand. Yeah. And so for me, it's leadership, family. If you have a leader, that's why I work with businessmen who are married, have kids. Because if you're single, it's a lot easier to go out there and party. I used to do it, right? When I was single, I'd go party till 2 a.m., wake up at 6, good to work, no problem. Yeah. You yeah. have a family. It's a lot harder. And I think that the biggest excuse that people make is that they say, I'm doing this for my family. Yes. You're doing it to provide for your family, but there's a lot of ego in there as well. Oh, it's mostly ego. I'll tell you, my first meltdown, you know, I, I'm thankful I'm on my fourth run of an eight-figure business. And, you know, one of them was a classic meltdown that, you know, I've, I've shared with my friends in the social world. And uh, I, it was at that point I realized this is more about me. It's all BS that it was about the kids and my wife. Yeah. I could just go hang my shingle back up in my law practice and have a very nice, fair-paying job to provide for all of them. This was about, you know, world domination, conquer the world. Yeah. That's what most of this is. And so, like, if we're honest with ourselves under this clarity code, which, by the way, is rock star, you know, I – I would love to have you more around our group. You know, we, we have another part to our world about trusted advisors and they need to hear this message. So you don't even realize you're signing up for that other part of our, you're automatically, it doesn't matter. You can't even say yes or no. You have a burden. You're automatically in, but no. get that bro. But so a lot of guys will be honest about the business stuff, but man, you ask them about how their marriage is going and all of a sudden things change. So like when does someone start getting real? So when you're honest with yourself, right? When you see it on paper, what you've been lying to yourself about, what's not working out, then I, I have them do the next side, right? So there's three parts. One is, one is the clarity. Yep. The next part is, let's be clear on what you want. So many times I walk into a business with an owner and say, what do you want? I want to make more money. What does that mean? How much are you willing to give up to make more money? How many people do you need? Uh, you know, all those types of things. You know, but quite honestly, you know, I, I, how many times, I don't even know that 
like at times people can answer that question. Uh, it's a lie when they say, yeah, I want to make 15% more. Why? What is, what's that money going to do for you? You know, what's the reason why you make more money? And, you know, a lot of times we have this, this, this CEO brotherhood of getting pat on the back when you can walk in and be like, oh, yeah, my company is down 5% in expenses and up 10% in, in profit. Well, why? How did you get yeah, there? I get it in this world where I've done some successful stuff and people come to our world like, man, Vinny's killer with that advice and all that ego crap starts rolling through your head. And then like, wow, have I seen my kids this week? How's it going with like leading at home? That's why the name of our company is Total CEO because leader at home as well as at work. Now, when you're at work, let's let's just focus on the work. Maybe some of the people, don't shut down on us. Ego's killing it. So don't leave us. I'm locked. Don't leave. So- what happens, how do you help, you were this guy yesterday. He calls getting you to walk through clarity, understanding what do you want. There's a third piece to this, I assume. How do you get somebody, how do you get them in their head knowing that you're just one step away from reversing it and we'll worry about humility, restoration, repair with your people because there's this thing going on in your head. You're never going to fix all the crap you did. So how do you deal with all that wounded pain junk stuff that's going on? So I have the three levels of what I teach, right? The first level is clarity, courage, and commitment. So you got to get full clarity on what you, where you are and what you need. Then you have to be courageous enough to take, like you said, Vinny, step by step, little by little to get things done. And then you have to be committed to what you wrote. Hmm. Not go back on what you wrote and be committed. I know that there's a lot of junk going on in people's heads. I know there's a lot to deal with. That's why I leave that in the second portion. First is let's get clarity. No judgment. There's no judgment whatsoever. I have clients who have uh, alcohol addictions, sex addictions. There's no judgment. You need my buddy Tony Graymeyer. He he owns his company, Ship Offers. You guys are going to be pals. I'm putting this shout out on a live show, so it forces me to connect you two. I would have awesome. anyway, but uh, <laughs> dude, he, this realness, getting real. He's a, a formal, former addict, turned his life around. He's like, no more posing. Time to get real. And I'll tell you, this is a message you need to get out there. So much so, I, does it even burden you to like go to bed at night? Like, oh my gosh, I got to get this out there to people. Like, what can we do to help get more of Eagle's message out there? Well, for me, it's, it's the people who connect with this message to reach out and give me a call, send me an email. And I have a group that I work with, and my group is called the Legion of Leaders because I believe in building this army of leaders my for the world. I love this name. The you know? Legion of Leaders. Dad, we got to join that. It sounds so killer. And, and, and it is because for me, it's about how do I make this world a better place for my daughter, yeah. right, to grow up. And I believe that CEOs and business owners – hold such a responsibility because you might have a CEO that has five employees. You might have a CEO that has 500 employees. Now multiply that by their families, their loved ones, and that's the responsibility that they share, right? Because if they are good mindset, they're clear, they're courageous, they're great leaders, I promise you those employees will be the same, their kids will grow up to be the same. And so I believe there's a responsibility when you own business. Yeah, it's a burden, right? I mean, you yeah. You didn't just sign up to make 20%. You didn't even, you know, I gotta be honest. Like I told Deb this, my wife times, like when we got married, I think she thought way about it more than I did. I just was like, yeah, this is good. Let's go. And when I went back and read our vows and thought about my commitments and I think about it now, thinking back then, like 
I don't think I understood the burden of what I signed up for. And I think I've discovered this in business owners. I don't know that we've appreciated the burden of what we've really signed up for. You, with, with a pawn shop business, where I had 48 employees working at a time, when we started teaching leadership, when we started teaching mindset, I knew that some of them, not all of them, because some, all of them didn't do it, but some of them, it changed their lives. Hmm. We had people save and buy cars, save and buy houses, repair their marriages, make more money in commissions. I know that we affected them as fathers, mothers, you know, sons, whatever it is, their connections were life. I had that responsibility. And it's why I love what I'm doing today because I saw the impact. You know, a business owner might say to me, well, you don't know what it's like. No, I did it while I was working. I did it when I had 48 employees, HR, legal, accounting, marketing, so, all know, at my door. You know what I like to say, Eagle, it may be even something fun. Someone says, hey, man, you don't understand. I'm like, you're exactly right. I'm not living your nightmare. I'm able to look at it from the outside and yeah. see something way different than you can see. And exactly. So, you're right. We get credibility because we've done stuff, but even more like you have a passion to be, so you're like their accountability coach too. You're holding yeah. them. Cause I built up a lot of bad habits, man. Like I wake up every day serving the same bad habit idols that I served yesterday. And so how do you, how do you help someone break these habits? So they, they come into the group of other business owners and we talk about what's happening in business in life, right? So we talk about how to break those habits. Every week you're on a call with us on Zoom and we're talking about what's going on in business, what's going on uh, you know, with HR issues, with employee issues, because I know the world very, very well. So I'm not just giving you life and mindset advice, but I'm coaching you through your business to take it from where I took it to, to the next level. And it's so, Legion of Leaders. It's called Legion of Leaders. Love yeah. that name, dude. Yeah. So do I have to actually wear like a cape and a costume when I get on the call? or You might graduate to a mask. A mask. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need the mask. Yeah. I wear one in my words, right? So. And for me, for me it's, it's funny that you say that, but for me, business owners can become superheroes. Hmm. And not, not in the way of like, you know, giving up all their time and not making money, but they can become superheroes for their families. They can make, become superheroes for the community and, and their, whoever's buying from them. Right? When you come out with an incredible product, your employees are, are on point and they're happy, you're growing this community of, of your tribe and you're the superhero. No doubt, man. I'll tell you, I, at the, when the spouses show up to our holiday events and hug me and say, thank you, my wife or husband is so much different. They love the environment. I'm like, yeah, they just like all the cooking and the flip-flops and the tie-dye. I'm like, no, you guys are real. And I'll tell you, we can get more owners to recognize the burden, but the privilege that comes along with that burden. Privilege. You, you, uh, you can live a different life. It, it, 20%, 22%, 15%, some of that stuff starts to not matter very quickly. Yeah. What matters, I think, is more peace of mind. What matters is less stress. Mm. And doing this will cause that. I've had people, you know, make more money. I've had people say, you know what, Egal? Thank you. I'm making millions right now. And for the first time, I'm just at peace. Ah, dude, I love peace. Peace is like, it's this content thing. Contentment is critical to, to have. Yeah. Right. And so let me ask you a question. So let's say, by the way, Egalidado here, unlock the leader. If you want to see more, unlock the leader.com. Egal, what if they listen to this? They love you. They've heard some of this stuff. And, you know, like we're in the information age. Everybody thinks yeah. they something, they can automatically do it on their own. 
What's a step you would recommend they take? Let's assume they do nothing with you. Go, hey, Ted, go do this if nothing else. What would you recommend? So do the clarity code. Go on a piece of paper, write down where you are exactly and where you want to go. That's number one. The second get thing. Quiet, get just like real quiet and whatever eeks out, eeks out kind of thing. Just don't stop writing. Just whatever eeks out, you'll figure it out later. Just yep. take a moment, put some headphones on, put some music on, and just write down what's not working in my life. What's not working in my relationship? What's not working in my business? And if you want to just talk about business, we'll talk about business. The next thing that's critical, I am not a, a fitness coach. I am not a therapist. I'm not a health guru. But the condition of your mind and your body is essential to your productivity at work. Hmm. Ain't that the truth, man? After my wife told me what she told me, went to the therapist. I was like, what do I need to get rid of? What's going on in here? What traumas am I going through? What? Am I holding on to? After you let it on, she make you pay double? 100%, you know. <laughs> um, I, I, I hired a coach myself, nice. right, like a mindset coach. I started doing the work knowing that my mind wasn't okay. And I'll give you a great example. So I have a, a good friend of mine um, where we were kind of worried about him. And we called, the wife called me one day, and she's like, you go, I need you to go check on him. He's not answering his phones. So I went to go check up on him. He was at home. I, the door was open. I ran upstairs. I'm like, hey, what's up, bro? And this is what I saw. I wish I had shoes to show you. He was holding a, a pair of shoes, Vinny, like this. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm trying to see which shoe is heavier. I'm like, all right, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Uh, he was addicted to pain medication. He wasn't saying anything. Uh, business was going down the drain. Marriage, I mean, everything was just crashing. And we got him some help and he got out of it. So my next thing is the condition of your mind and your body. I work out. I drink tons of water. Um, for me, my body is essential. I believe business is like war. Like if you're going to go to war, I need to, be, I need to be fit, mind and body and soul. So the next step is be clear where, where, you, want, where you are, where you want to go. Be courageous. Be committed. Now work on your condition of your mind and your body. And I can talk about this for a whole podcast. Oh my gosh, this is great. Like, you know, we're, we're nearing the end here, but so like what I love like from CEOs is they always love to give. So what can we yeah. do for you? So for me, what can you do for me? Uh, just community will do. They love to help, man. So what can we do? Re reach out and see if this resonates with you. Um, I'm, I'm always, well, there's so much information on my social media that I would love that if you think that somebody needs this information, recommend it. Because cool. my goal is for you to not only grow your business, but to have that peace of mind and that presence at home that you're happy there as well. So we'll work on that together. All right, so right. we have a holistic program. So what that means is like, it's great that we gave everyone else advice. You let them under the hood and some of your struggles. What's the hardest part you're having in business right now? Man, great. The hardest part of business I'm having right now is going from a place where I was working with 50 people around me, hundreds of customers, and now I sit behind a computer all day. Ah. So I am so, seriously, I am so down to do this. I'm so down to chat, connect, and see if my message and the way I'm doing things is really, really working for CEOs that I'm willing to get on a phone call for 20, 30 minutes with somebody and, and power. What's going on? Let's talk. Let's jump on a phone call. You know? I would encourage you to even add another step, community. Get on a video look. Look Look at how pretty this guy is. Get out <laughs> one, one because I did my hair for you today. You're looking at you all dressed up. Another thing, you all, is that 
Um, not only do you live in paradise, but um, I think it's good to see uh, people's reactions to the message, right? So yeah. hard to hear them on the phone because I can blow you off a little bit, whatever. Yeah. So like, love the message. So community, hit, hit them up. You go, I love really thank Please do. you on the show today. This has been uh, very refreshing. I love this. Just want to recap for everybody this clarity code. What's not working? Relationships, self, and business. Dive in. Ask the hard questions. If you do nothing else, do that today. Because, you know, I don't even know that you can ask that question of what you want if you don't deal with what's not working. And so a house not built on a proper foundation will crumble. Well, just one more thing, Vinny, if I may. Sometimes I have my clients ask people in their lives, hmm. like, what's not working for you about me? What do you think I can improve on? Because somebody on the outside might sometimes give you better information. And if and see if that correlates. Dealing with self-awareness, it's a new thing, right? It's a new muscle yeah. to train. And so I love that advice. Go, maybe, it, unless you have a really great working relationship with your wife or your, you because know, you and I have a ministry of working with men, right? Yeah. Sometimes people are like, why don't you say it to the woman too? I'm like, it goes both ways. But, you know, maybe you don't quickly run to your wife if you don't trust what you're going to hear back from her. But seek a confidant. I would run to my wife and accept it after 25 years that whatever's coming is coming. But not everybody's there, right? So go run to a trusted friend and seek some of that advice about what's not working. Yeah, totally. I think that it's going to help you see things that you don't see in your peripheral vision. You know, there's things that are you're missing there's ways of being that you're being that other people can call you out and be ready don't take it as judgment be ready for the constructive criticism be ready to be called out be ready to be told that you suck it might happen um, that's just going to make you better yeah i'll tell you i mean listen to what he said there everybody you know if it, if you're going seeking this advice do pray away get rid of this defensiveness because yeah going to do you no good if you come in there with your guard up or try to defend around the answers you're hearing just let it kind of flow through you and deal with it and maybe take some notes or record it or you know hear it maybe when you're less defensive later but don't don't try to fight it right yeah true Egal, i want to thank you on behalf of everybody here our crew has really enjoyed working with you all the people you've had over there i interviewed them they've been great so yeah. thanks for being on the show today man it's been a pleasure Vinny. let's connect hey you do we will